You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Boom. We're live. Is that an, have you guys heard of that uh, phrase before? Is this original? I just made that up off the top of my head. I swear to God. I think it's brand new. Is it brand Is that actually a thing? I don't know. I don't think I've heard anybody start a podcast with that before. Oh, okay. Hopefully there's no um, sounds on the soundboard that uh, prove that actually someone else has been using that for uh, years. Boom. And we're Damn it, Joe Rogan. Oh, he's got all the good phrases. Oh. Sorry, let's get a clean one. Boom, and we're live. <laughs> and here we are. Welcome back to another podcast. It's been a while, guys. It has been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been like, um, I feel like maybe a month since we've been together. Dave, you're back. You survived the dirty south. You weren't here the last one. That's right. I was in Nashville, Tennessee, listening to country music with my parents. Wow. Why'd you go there? Um, my sister was going to a wedding in Ontario, uh, and they had my sister and my brother-in-law have a, a baby, and my parents decided to go to Ontario to babysit the baby while they went to the wedding, and then we also have family there. So on the front end of my trip, I went to Ontario for a few days and visited family, and then um, my dad wanted to use that as a launching pad to go to a few other places, so he'd always wanted to go to Nashville. Boom, hit Nashville. Then... I flew home, and then he went to New York, and then they went back to Ontario on the way back, and then they came home. Cool. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was really fun. What What was the most memorable moment on the trip? Honestly, you guys are going to love this. I think cycling around the river for the day was maybe... <gasps> Dave went bicycling? Yeah. Wow. It was a five-hour day in total of cycling, and it was like 34 degrees Celsius. Did you turn on your Strava? No, I didn't. Well, then even it think didn't happen. It. You can't <laughs> prove it. So, Shit. better luck next time. Yeah, pure lies. Cycling. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking that between now and the next time that we do a podcast with it's just us, mm -hmm. we should take you for a mountain bike ride, and the next time we break down the mountain bike ride, we should. I'm we should into do it. it like during the mountain bike ride. <laughs> do the podcast. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, I guess we could do that. We just put yeah. lav mics on and go downhill. Yeah. yeah, that that doesn't sound any more dangerous than. Uh, Normal. Yeah. So we, I, we, I was thinking about this yesterday. We've never taken you on a bike ride. Period. I know. I know. People ask me about it and I'm like, I don't know. Well, you haven't asked. Well, it's I, a two way I, street. I feel like I just, oh. uh, I, well, I feel like, okay. We've now we've had this conversation many, many times. I feel like we've invited you, but then kind of had cold feet because we realized this is a crazy long trip. We're going to kill Dave. We'll be bringing right. on this one. Well, we, think, we almost brought you on the, the bike packing trip we did recently. Yeah, but I think you got to walk before you run sort of thing. We so. would have killed you on that trip. You, yeah, yeah, that would have been like mean, actually. Yeah. It wouldn't have been good. <laughs> well, and also it's that kind of thing where I don't want to hold anybody back. You know, it's yeah, kinda, but we're not those people. Well, You're not, no. everybody's a little bit those people, you know. I play hockey and you invite someone to play that and you think they've kind of played and then they're so bad and it's like, you're kind of like... Hey, good good effort out there, but you know, on the bench you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah, we would have been like stressing to get to our campsites and all yeah. that. We would have killed you, but I think I feel like we could line up a little ride that's uh, mm -hmm. safe mm -hmm. for the whole family. I'm into it. I'm still trying to learn how to do a graceful just get on a bike. Mm. That's Things my we take for granted. That's my biggest yeah. insecurity about riding a bike. It's a, I have really tight hips, so it's like really hard for me to like swing around hot, onto a bike. Hot, hot. And then do that, like, kind of rolling one leg on, one leg across. I'd be, it's like when I learned how to shuffle cards and it was, like, a really big turning point in my life. Like, that's going to be the next 
card shuffling for oh, well, me. Jumping on a bike and shuffling cards is basically the same thing. Yeah, it's like riding a bicycle. One leg at a time. Yeah, I, I'm, try, I'm racking through, through all the videos. I, you, you just reminded me that there's a video where you play a background actor on a bike and you had to quickly get off a bike and then yes. like ride away. Which video was that? Um, that was the, that was that? The, um, the Porsche Cayenne. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You dressed up as me. You or had a full face yeah, on yeah, yeah, and yeah. my jersey. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there was even a, web, or a, a photo on our website, uh, the IFHC Films website. Yeah, where... It looked like oh, it was no, that's me, a but different it was actually mo- you. Yeah, that's a different moment, though. That's when I w- we yeah. were on the e-bike, and the other yeah, one yeah. was, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you killed it. You know how to get on a bike. Yeah, no, I can get on, but I'm not good at doing the, like, you know, rolling start. Okay, well, I was thinking mm. that we could take him on a ride between then and, well, I don't know, you know, maybe not next time we do one of these podcasts, but sometimes, sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be the topic of like the next six podcasts. So yeah, we haven't gone for that ride yet. So we didn't introduce what our podcast is. Are we mm. Oh yeah. Dave wanted to do this. Thing. Yeah. D- Dave, Dave's been breaking down the podcast. He's looking at it, going through it with a fine tooth comb. I'm just trying to let go and let it be. And it is what it is. But, uh, you know, we're trying to get better at this thing. And, yeah. uh, we suck at the intros. We suck at the outros. We suck at everything in between, but eventually we'll figure it all out, I guess. Intros. Okay. Do it. Did, so we, at least we did it. Okay. Yeah, did. Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, the podcast where we talk to interesting people such as filmmakers, comedians, molecular biologists. That's not true. Etc. With me as always are... Jason Lucas. And... Me, Matt. Dennison. Nice. And I'm David Wiggins. Oh, oh, I was going to say another thing. We don't know where you're tuning in from. But just so you know, this podcast is also available on YouTube. So if you're just listening, you could also see our beautiful faces. Wow, video form. Um, yeah, and then subscribe and stuff. <laughs> okay. So what, we have to say that every time now? No, we don't have to. And I mean, that could go at the end, but these episodes are really long. So I was like, maybe maybe we put it up front. Well, some people may forget, you know? Yeah, yeah so true. I, There's plenty of people that I watch and I don't yeah. subscribe because yeah. uh, yeah, I just don't think about it. How are we feeling on the name so far at this state of the uh, stage of the iPod game? We're at this is episode six. You said the, the iPod seven. game, the iPod game, a oh, podcast <laughs> game. The Sorry. iPod just got discontinued. Oh forever. really? Yeah. yeah, the game's over. No, I, was just, I just <laughs> saved up finally. He had so many games on his iPod. Snake, oh. Snake, Snake Two, <laughs> Snake One again. Eel, which is just water snake. <laughs> this is episode seven. Yes. How are we feeling on the name? I love it. Should we change it? I'm like full Stockholm syndrome where I'm just comfortable with it now. Everyone loves it. We've since launched this. I think this is maybe the first episode we're recording since we put it out. It 100%. Yeah, but there was one comment that said that the the name is terrible. Oh, yeah. And that. Whatever. Oh, and we're uh, like teenage boys or something. We're stuck in our teenage years. And he's not wrong. I got a bike on my wall. (laughs) I'm going to make a bunch of fart jokes today. Okay, if that was you comment on the video that this is <laughs> so that we know that you're full of shit and you're actually just you keep listening so you don't mind that we're yeah if in he our comes teenage. back in comments yeah. that first comment's out the you. window yeah you're we're killing it yeah yeah uh, you know who leaves youtube comments right uh, yeah, that's true people who are still living in their teenage years perhaps maybe is that so bad? I think I'm if connected you're, to my youth. If you're a creator of content, you're not in your teenage years. You're 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 killing it. Yeah, I mean it's just the age we live in. You Look, can we got comment. we got fancy microphones. We got a soundboard. You know. You got to stop reading comments. 
we're, we're, so admittedly, we're going to try to get better at our soundboard game. Yeah, we're working on it. We Before this podcast, we just uploaded a whole bunch of new sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, how many do we have on there at one time? Like 16? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to limit it because if you have too many. Oh, man. I, knew, I would need like hundreds. It gets it gets too challenging. One of these it, days, we're going to get the iPad. We're going to get an app. and We're, we're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to get involved. Dave's going to go on a bike ride. We're going to get an iPad. <laughs> All of these dreams and more. We're going to grow up. This is like getting drunk with your friends and then making a lot of future plans. Like, oh, we should open a bar. Wouldn't that be so sweet? And at this bar, though, everyone has to wear backwards hat. It's called backwards. Hey, and guys, never I, do that I, plan. I have a legitimate business idea. I'm yeah. almost hesitant to even say this on the mic because someone's going to take it. Cryptocurrency. How do you feel about Doge? No, ice cream, uh, fancy ice cream place in West Vancouver doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Really? No. Okay. If you want uh, fancy ice cream mm-hmm. uh, on the North Shore somewhere, you got to go to Lonsdale. Uh, the only other place in in West Vancouver is Dairy Queen. Oh. There's no place. I mean, there's like maybe one other place, like a bakery, you can get some ice cream, but there's nothing. And that's like my dream, guys. Let's open an ice cream shop. Fancy ice cream that's not Dairy Queen, Lactose King. Lactose King? Yeah, well, like Dairy Queen, Lactose yeah. King. Oh, that's all right. It's not as good that's... as uh, Brooke's name. She had uh, the big liquor. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Isn't that her like, Europe the big dipper, for big you? liquor? Or, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, hey. Cut your commercial. My mom's listening to this thing, okay? I'm going to have to hear from her about the thing she didn't like. That was a bad one. Hey, so today... We uh, don't have a guest, as you may have uh, figured out, because you either read the title or you're watching Excuse us on me. YouTube. We do have a guest. We have a guest. Who? Jason. Jason Luke. is oh, the guest. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> what? Jason's our guest. He's our guest. Yeah. Was okay. I mean, I can fly. We can. Is this is like the Jason Lucas interview? This is the Jason Lucas interview. Oh, good. I did. I prepare. I didn't prepare it all for this. I did. I, I wrote, hardly know the guest. I wrote an intro. Jeez, I w- you should have gave me a heads up. I would have done some research on this guy. I literally gave you a message about it earlier, and you wrote <laughs> sure. I think you asked like three questions though, <laughs> and then it was just like sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, because I, I feel like I was like I'm down for whatever, but Jason was the one who really should have the ant the the. the and he the was answer. like, he also what said he? sure. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I answered. <laughs> Did you not? I don't think so. No. Wow. So he's not even on I board. Was, I was working. So I mean, he's the guest. What does that mean? We're gonna like go hard on the questions. Yeah, I got I got questions and I got an intro. Okay. I mean, we don't have to. Have we, you written an intro I, yet? I no. Yeah. Wow. So this is your first intro. Yeah. You, okay. I'll I'm excited. It. You about haven't it. read an intro. No. He hasn't wrote. No, an intro. I didn't write one. I think I re- read uh, Peter read, Chow's. You're okay. PCs. And we can reference that because we know. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So do we want to do a Jason interview or nay, or do we want to just go off the? Couch? Oh, I'm fine. I'm into it. All right. Yeah, let's see where it goes. Should I do my intro? I'm just self-conscious. I don't know the guy. <clears throat> oh, okay, wait. I'm going to do it. Oh, my, oh God, my God. The anticipation, <laughs> man. This better be a good intro. Okay, sidebar. Do you guys know Bar Mitzvah Boy from SNL? Oh. Vanessa Bayer's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I felt when I oh, went. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah, I love that one, actually. All right. Hey, okay. He was always going, she's going like, Ahem, and then like looks like she's going to say and something then and like then flips at, the page. And then she like... Looks at the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. <laughs> okay. Raised on the flatlands of Richmond, British Columbia, Canada, our next guest dreamed of altitudinal adventures. And let me tell you, he found them. 
His hobby of shredding the gnar quickly blossomed into a passion. And after his fortuitous introduction to another pubescent shredder, Matt Dennison, their mutual passion for mountain biking morphed into a love of filmmaking and the unlikely birth of I fucking hate that films. Jason's nose for comedy and movie star good looks and charisma quickly helped catapult IFHT films into the stratosphere. The stratosphere. The boys didn't stop there and over 10 years later are going strong today. Along the way were notable gigs at Rocky Mountain Bikes and, of course, Pink Bike, which he became the face of as the Pink Bike Academy reality series host. Ladies and gentlemen, the nicest man in mountain biking, my friend, your friend, Jason Lucas. Oh, wow. play the air horn or something lit. Wait. Oh, God. Oh, well, this is the problem. That's, that's what I'm saying. This we need the, the, the iPad. It's fine. Damn, Dave. I'm bricked. <laughs> I, I made the intro. Even I made, I made the intro like oh, three sentences in. Yeah. yeah, you got it. I mean, the, you guys are like salt and pepper. Like the band? Yeah, salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it would have been so good if I had the sound effect that was like, push it real good. <laughs> yes. You mean the way that one of us is black and one of us is white? No, salt and pepper are both black. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We know that's about us. Well, Jason, thanks so much for coming. Wow. And we know you have a busy schedule. So busy. Um, you actually know my schedule. <laughs> you can see it on Google. We, uh, we, yeah, we waited months for you to be here. And, uh, yeah, shout out to your agent for uh, hooking us up. And Yeah, thanks, Dave. I, I'd like a, uh, an <laughs> intro report. Oh, um, little long. Yeah, definitely a little long. A little uh, wordy. You changed your voice, which was fun. So I'll give you a point. Thank you. Know, you. You, had an, you had a radio voice going on there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Oof. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you like a five out of ten, just so you could have room for improvement. You know, I want to feel see like everyone else gives like nines and tens to each other. And I, yeah, because we wrote, wrote all the other intros. We don't know them. We have to be nice to them. <clears throat> I felt good about it. I it used is, the word. I good. used the word altitudinal. Yeah, I also was like, I don't know what that means. It's like you want to get it up into the high parts of the mountain. Okay. Sure. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so what are we doing here? Are we, are we asking Jason the hardball questions from what we want to know about Jason? Or are we asking questions on behalf of the audience? What they, what we think yeah, what it, they want to know? I actually don't know the format. Like we're not. I, I, I just thought we'd do it like we did at any of the other ones where we just ask questions that uh, we want to know. And just, just get him talking. Get him telling us about his life. Okay. Oh, get into it. So much to know. Where do we start? I'm going to go off the board. Oh, God. <laughs> Mercy. Okay, here's a hardball. What's your favorite movie? That's it? Yeah. That's, oh. <laughs> that's why we're here today. Hot Rod. All right. Oh, well, this Go brings on. us to our this or that. Oh, We can't get what? into it that early. <laughs> this brings oh, us to the end of the episode. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, Hot Rod for sure. Hot Rod. What do you love about it? Uh, I think it was just one of those movies that came at the right point in my life where it like hit extra funny for some reason and like a buddy at the time watched it and we were both like fired up on it and i think because it involves stunts and a little bit of biking that i had like a little bit of parallel going on there but i fucking love the lonely island in general mm -hmm. and then just combining all those facets i think i watched it 50 times and with this buddy 
I recreated shot for shot the scene of um, them handing out flyers around the town with Richardson, where they're like dancing around, and we we did that around Nanaimo. So I was pretty into the movie. Oh. <laughs> See, I didn't know I didn't know that backstory. Yeah, so many classic scenes from that. I uh, well, I was inspired by the uh, the scene where he, he falls down the mountain and it just keeps cutting and he's falling and yep. falling falling. That's where we remade the. Uh, Actually, you came up with the idea to throw Howie's dummy oh, off the cliff. <laughs> the hot rod inspired idea. <laughs> yeah, because I was like uh, filming the next day and I didn't have an idea. And I said, like, I need ideas. And then you said, how about uh, something inspired by hot rod? And then like an hour later, I'm making a dummy at 11 yeah. a.m. or a p.m. at night. Yeah. They also filmed that like around here. So I feel like that as oh, well, yeah. like helped draw another connection because it looked like where we grew up yeah, it was filmed in chilliwack or something i think maple yeah. ridge, oh, maple ridge yeah. um yes yeah like all, a bunch of spots yeah. such a good movie i feel like every time it's on you just you you gotta watch it it's a cult classic for sure and yeah. then they went on to like do stuff like pop star and mcgruber yeah i guess to some degree what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean they um helped write and direct that yeah but i, I feel like with with popster like they're starring in it too and yeah. it has like it's more of like a gang a, a lonely island yeah yeah they've gone up to do brooklyn Nine Nine and all those other things as well what was the first uh lonely island video you guys saw sports lazy sunday Ooh, yeah. you saw there's no way you saw sports before lazy <laughs> sunday i think so how i don't know I, that was <laughs> like that part of my life now is like barely in the brain <laughs> but it was definitely it's sports there there you're just not accessing yeah, yeah. it so the, the the story about um lazy sunday though is it was the first video that went viral on youtube it was it really yeah okay and it was a huge it was late 2005 mm. christmas time 2005 right because they're talking about the chronic chronicles of narnia mm. and uh i remember like that was the first thing i ever opened on youtube was lonely islands lazy sunday i don't think i ever really enjoyed that one i really oh. understood it oh man it wasn't uh I didn't watch the show. Oh, I just remember being or like, movie. "This is the this is the funniest thing I've ever seen." Like, I was I thought it was the greatest. Mm. I I, I remember the, the Nintendo Power Hour. I was gonna say that one too. It was pretty early. I for don't me. even think I know what that is. Yorma oh, it's just that one inspired that one. something. Yeah, yeah. So you you should watch it after. I don't know if it holds I'm up down. anymore, but uh, that inspired some some sketch stuff from us too. We're, yeah, yeah. We're borrowing lots of ideas. So why why did uh, you? Like it's kind of hard. I don't even know if I can answer this myself. But what drew you to comedy and things that are funny and being funny and making jokes and like? Mm. Did you have anybody in your life that uh, was funny and like inspired you to to be that guy? It's a good question. This is an interview. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I just thought of that. Yeah, one. yeah, that's a good one. Nice. Good, good. That's a harder ball Didn't than what's your it? favorite movie. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we started being, real soft. I was being sarcastic. Okay, hardball question. <laughs> Do you like ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> puppies uh, or kittens? <laughs> yeah. Puppies. Um, I feel like I was that, the same with you, Matt, like that kid in elementary school that like thrived off attention and like a lot of like tripping myself and falling in the middle of the classroom and like a couple kids laugh <laughs> and I'm like, got him. <laughs> and like, like instead of, instead of academics where i didn't give a shit about that i was like i want to just like make people laugh and make people happy and it's like i guess when you're growing up you try and like establish what you are and what you're going to be through those actions whether you it's like studying sports or like 
comedy and stuff like that. But I don't think there was a, a person. I want to say a lot of it was inspired by like Simpsons and Family Guy and like the cartoons growing up and just loving that style of humor, like slapsticky, a little bit gnarly, a little bit like hot button issue, that sort of stuff. Who is the funniest person in your life growing up? I don't know, Peter Griffin. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think a lot of it was like internet driven and like that we kind of grew up like right when that sort of viral video content was happening and like, you know, like things like Taze on Day were coming out and Lonely Island and like those really early viral videos. And I feel like I spent a lot of time on the computer. So it was, I don't think there was anyone physically there that was like the funniest person so uh, that's all we have thanks for your time yeah. jason wow. thank no, we gotta we, we gotta we gotta get to the hardball questions here <laughs> favorite sauce <laughs> <laughs> so i'm curious to wait can i just say something here if you're yeah. watching this on youtube and you're wondering why do we have laptops this <laughs> is a practice round for mm. the uh, the first time that we have a, a guest uh, remotely. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we've had everybody in here in the room with us. But sometimes it's just not going to be possible. And so uh, we wanted to give this a go ourselves and screw it up with ourselves. Also, if it works nicely, maybe this is just a way to get more faces on screens. So, so, sorry, I had to go, go on. Go on yeah. No, I... Um, I don't know if we want to go, you know, like sequential because Matt did a really okay. nice job of starting up early in life, but uh, <laughs> well, in the womb. It, no, I think oh, it's a good, let's go back. Good way to go about it. Well, Jason, what was your very first interest in life? Oh my god! Like very first thing where you became obsessed with it. Oh, I, I, unfortunately, I gotta say, like video games, <laughs> like watch video games uh nintendo like super mario 64 that was like our era that was as early as i could remember i had i got an n64 for christmas very similar scene to what we put into how to be a 90s game like actually i was, was gonna say what was your reaction similar. like can you uh <laughs> <laughs> now without blowing up my throat <laughs> um and i got i think Star Fox maybe with it and uh ocarina of time and all bangers mm -hmm. yeah like lit i i I remember getting that, and then I just remember sitting in front of the TV for long amounts of time playing the shit out of those games. So that, and then uh, I think, I guess, like football. I played a lot of football as a kid, oh. a lot of football. And that was like my first thing where I was like, yeah, I could grow up to be like a, a pro football player. That, as a kid, you know, like that's what you... What, what kind of league or what was what was it like? The City League at first, like mm -hmm. Richmond Richmond Raiders, they were mm -hmm. called after the Oakland Raiders. But and is that like touch or flag? No, no. Or? Uh, it was flag at first. And then you when you get big enough, they let you hit each other pretty hard. So I did that for quite a few years. Um, and th that was like... I guess, oh God, because <laughs> there was also mountain biking beside that, which was pretty early on. That was like when I was 10 years old, so pretty early stages. But back then, mountain biking was not a career and filmmaking was not in my mind. So I was like, yeah, I'll just be a, I'll just be a pro football player, I guess. Or like, that's pretty easy to do. Right. So. So you were good. Uh, I don't know. I, I you must have been okay. But the you, team was pretty good. Yeah, you, the, you, you would have had to have been good enough for that to even be a consideration because I played sports and I was terrible. And no part of my mind was like, yeah, I'll be soccer player i think i was pretty good at the positions i played but the team like it's such a team sport that like yeah. it doesn't matter if you're really good if your team's not like you're screwed 
So I think the whole, I think everyone was above average. Sounds diplomatic. So Jason could have been a pro football player. I don't even know how to play football. Hardly understand it when I watch it. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun. It's definitely fun. It's pretty, yeah, it's a good game just to like play at the beach or whatever too. Like just tag. Even just like knowing now how to throw a football spiral confidently is like a nice feeling. I can sometimes do it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that that all ended when I think I got a concussion mountain biking. Mm. And they were like, you can't play football for a few, like maybe a month, basically. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just keep mountain biking. <laughs> that, that's safe. And so I just kept doing that. And then I finished the year off playing football. I was like, no, mountain biking is way better. Yeah. It's funny because you're... Football, known for concussions. Yes. But you get the concussion in mountain biking. They're like, you can't play football. You're like, but the thing I got the concussion and I can keep doing that. They're like, cool. <laughs> well, no one's going to tell you you can't go mountain biking. Right. There's no league There's involved. No league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I guess you and I met when we were, I'm going to say 14. Yeah, 15. I think 14. What was childhood like for Jason Lucas growing up before? We before Matt, the Matt era, yeah. <laughs> what was life like? What, what? Uh, live a, it's a lot less funny. Um, yeah, so I grew up in Steveston in Richmond, which is like the southwestern tip of Richmond. It's like a fishing village that's now much more gentrified and fancy. Oh, just like um, Whistler. Once was a fishing oh, yeah. village. <laughs> yeah, that's a, if that's you've seen our Whistmas video. Um, and I think it was a lot of like, it was a quiet, sleepy part of town. So a lot of old people, a lot of retirees and a decent amount of kids as well. So just a lot of running around through the neighborhood and I don't know, just kind of getting up to no good a lot of the times, but also like going out into the dike, way out into the dike and like building tree forts and doing pretty like classic nineties kid stuff. I feel like, but, uh, yeah, I honestly can't remember a ton of that time. What was family life like? Uh, well, I just grew up with a mom, no dad. So she did a, she did a good job because I was probably a pretty big piece of shit at times. Um, an only child? And an only only child, no brother or sister or anything. Um, so yeah, we, we, we lived in like a pretty normal house. I ate every meal, so I feel like she crushed it on that end. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I... Uh, I remember like when I was getting into mountain biking or like when I wanted a mountain bike, I had a bike, but not, not like a good bike. And I was getting into this group of friends at school who had mountain bikes and they took me out and I rode and I trashed the bike and I was like, Oh my God, I I need to get a mountain bike. And she's like the type of parent to be like, cool, go buy it. then. like, I'm not buying you this thing. That's like maybe a fad or whatever. And that's fair because they were expensive. So then I, got um a job i think i told this story already on maybe the tippy podcast yeah i think it was the tippy podcast but i got a job at the local keg as a j- dishwasher underage to pay how, for how old were you 12 wow uh, tur- like just turning 13 it was in that summer wow yeah and i was like i need to get this mountain bike how did so you get the job i just went in and applied and then they were like how old are you and i was like 12 but almost 13 you're like <laughs> old enough to party yeah, yeah. But they were like, yeah, we need dishwashers, whatever. We'll just pay you like cash for now and then wow. put you on an hourly wage. But I think it was like six bucks an hour. <laughs> so Does this happen in the restaurant industry still? Like, is there a lot of like uh, underage bus boys? The restaurant dishwashers? industry in general is pretty shady. 
Like it's yeah. it's wild how much money goes through it that's cash still and that doesn't get taxed. Exactly. Like mm. it's it's kind of the wild west still. Because a lot of like I, I feel like I was just paid by tips or something. Like there was no yeah. like I wasn't on the payroll, so I don't know how they accounted for me. But yeah, mm. if you got like injured there, you probably weren't insured. As no. well, I was like, yeah, this kid just died. And didn't someone have a massive bail with uh, glasses or something? Uh, oh, I did drop like a, a whole, like for, so for dishwashing, you carry these big, like plastic things full of like maybe 30 glasses. And I like slipped and it's like, it's like, it was like $400 in glassware. And I was like, this is the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> oh my God. And so then were, were you like, a, were you like a pretty big kid? Like, was, did you read as older? Cause you were tall or were you? Oh, I would, I think I like, I was definitely like plumper growing up and then I meant tall though. Big and tall. <laughs> and then um, through football and mountain biking, I think I like structured out just like right. muscle wise. I was thinking though to get the restaurant job. Yeah, I don't know if I Did read you older. look like a little, little, like when I was 12, I looked eight. Really? So, so I feel like there's no way I would have got that job. Maybe I did. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, same. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you were probably a little, like, do you remember being in grade, like, seven, eight? Did you feel like one of the taller kids? Definitely. Yeah, well, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, well, there you go. definitely. I was not, I was always above average height-wise. Do you feel like, though, working in that environment from that young of an age, like, did it grow you up faster? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, because you're basically that old, 12, 13, you're working with, like, waiters who are in their 30s and, like, <laughs> a bit aggressive and a bit, yeah. like, hot-headed and... Like like to party, obviously it's the keg. Yeah, you're seeing some stuff. You're seeing There's some probably stuff. some relationships going on that you're kind of confused about what's going on. Yeah, and totally. I hear there's a lot of hookups in restaurant environments. Yeah, the yeah. Christmas parties were wild. I did go to them, so that was sweet. Like, I'm jealous of your early teen. It years. wasn't that good. That nah, sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> what 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 do they do when you smash all the glasses? Did they take it out of your paycheck or? No, I thought that was going to happen, and that would have been like a month of pay. Um, but they were just kind of like, what, like, shit happens, like, never do it again kind of thing. <laughs> and I didn't. I never dropped anything again. But, you, yeah, you learn. Jeez. Well, I I, I kind of always uh, had the sense that uh, you worked hard to get the things that you wanted. And, you're, you know, you said that your mom was, wasn't the type to just get you the thing. And you, she was like, well, you want to do that? Go for it. Mm -hmm. Do it yourself. Um. What, what were those things that you had to work hardest for when you were young besides mm, a bike? Yeah, besides. I, I think, like, the ability to go and ride the bike, if that makes mm. sense. Like, uh, Wesley, obviously, one of our good friends growing mm -hmm. up, like, he was in a very similar situation to me where we wanted, we just, like, got our bikes and it's like, well, where do you, like, how do you get to the shore? It's like, well, we got a bus. Okay, we got to figure out how to bus there and, like, get the bikes there. Or we want to go to Whistler. It's like, okay, a parent will drive us, but we got to pay the gas and then we got to pay for our lift ticket. So it's like, oh my God, okay, this gets expensive really quick. So I feel like just riding the bike, especially outside of Richmond, it's like you kind of got to just work. Maybe it's not always money. Maybe it's just time or logistics or whatever. But that and then I think camera gear started to become like a thing pretty quick and like computers to make sure you could edit the camera gear or edit the filming you're doing and stuff. That was definitely a thing I paid a lot for. Did you feel like uh, you were missing something, not growing up with a father figure in your life? Or Ooh, that's you, a hardball. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you, I don't know, was it just like, no, this is life, this is, you didn't know any other kind of. 
you know or did you have yeah. friends who like you had they you saw their dads and you kind of felt like you you wish you had that in your life mm, i probably did early on that like wish i had a dad because it's like i think even like i was like i wish i had a brother or a sister like you like mm -hmm. you it's grass is always greener situation but i don't think uh in the long run because i never knew my dad that i was like i wish i met him. i was like well if i never if he didn't want to be like a part of things i probably don't want to meet this guy god i hope he's not listening <laughs> but uh if you are coming on the next yeah. episode jason's dead maury maury yeah. um but no i i, I think uh i don't know it, yeah it was just kind of more like um this is just how it is like it's okay like and then you have friends who also are, have single parents or like no or just only children and you're like yeah this is just like a different way of growing up it's not bad or good or any of the other things yeah i definitely had that thing where i, I have two sisters but i definitely wished i had brothers exactly right like yeah. you like because you hope they're not you listening like, <laughs> you, you fantasize about like what that would look like right and you see yeah. like movies or tv shows with like tight-knit families and you're like oh yeah like that or the older brother that. that you know is like hey hey timmy try out this beer you know like all those sort of milestoney things yeah uh i'm not saying i didn't want to also have sisters i just also wanted brother like i wouldn't delete my sisters for brothers so just to clarify yeah no i i feel like um i had an aunt or i still have an awesome grandpa at the time who like definitely stepped in mm. and did we did some like dude shit together like we yeah. were camping and fishing and worked on the farm and mm. like i think that void got filled pretty pretty well through that uh interaction but yeah no i think i think it was totally fine growing up with just just the one so your grandfather was like a father fatherly figure in your life Did, definitely was he in uh richmond ever uh yeah he was he kind of bounced around a lot he was like in new west richmond surrey mission and now he did the classic thing where he retired in Florida. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I visited him, visited him a few times in Florida. And yeah, it's, it's a great idea. You go hunting <laughs> gators? Uh, we've eaten gators down there. Ooh, um, gators. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe I have too, actually. Tastes like really? chicken. Yeah, yeah. In, in Vancouver somewhere. I've had kangaroo. Well, what? A what? You what, mate? <laughs> a sick mite? <laughs> a sick mite. Yeah, Florida's fucking sweet. Oh, I'd love to go to Florida with you guys. Apparently, it's going to be all underwater and not that long. Same with Richmond, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll pack my swim shorts. <laughs> yeah. Sounds At great. least there'll be warm water. Your grandpa's like, well, I'm moving back to Richmond. You're like, ooh, bad news. Also underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of the world is sinking. Growing up in Richmond, uh, not the greatest place for mountain biking, but uh, we made it happen. What, how did you even get into mountain biking? What was the first exposure? Ooh, classic question. Yeah. So, uh, when yeah, when we were 10, grade 5, I had a gym teacher who definitely deserves, like, all the credit, where he, um, he, he was a mountain biker, a 90s mountain biker, so not, like, riding Whistler and stuff, but he mountain biked, and he um would take or he was kind of like one gym class he was like hey uh does anyone have bikes and want to come to this place called the watershed as like a field trip and we were like okay yeah we got bikes and like we're boys and dudes and we're like yeah we want to go like ride with this guy like he seems awesome and so he took us um on a field trip just like five or ten of us which <laughs> sounds kind of like gnarly now with like get into a van with your gym teacher but uh <laughs> it was totally legit and um he took us to the watershed and we rode around and 
uh, Matt, you're familiar with the Gravity Bowl. Yeah. We got there, and, like, a couple of the kids that went were quite good at mountain biking. I'm not really sure how. Like, they were just naturally better at it. And they rode the Gravity Bowl, and I was like, oh, my God. And for the people that don't know, the Gravity Bowl is this giant... It's like a valley. Valley. It goes down and then up. Down, it's nothing. Yeah, it goes straight down and straight back up. It's when you're a kid, it seems huge. Yeah. And you get a feeling in your stomach, like you lose your stomach at the bottom. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster. When you get to yeah. the top of the roller coaster and you drop in. Um, and I saw that and that was like the switch in my brain where I was like, this is the sickest thing ever. And um, so that was when I started hanging out with these kids that went mountain biking. And then he took me around to... Steveston and Richmond and all the like little stunts we had like the stage drop in Steveston and the cannery jump and these are like nothing now but back then they were like the spots and uh I broke my bike at that point um and needed to get a new one so yeah. and then that's when you became a dishwasher and that's when I became a dishwasher full circle we're learning things here wow yeah, yeah. no shout out uh Mr. Nelstrop he was the gym teacher so what did you think you were going to do like after high school what was the dream um i think by that point it was probably a little bit like maybe i could be a pro mountain biker or like maybe i could make a living as like a mountain biker but there's still there wasn't an avenue unless you were super good like uh at either like a slope style discipline or a downhill racing discipline there was no like content creator mountain biker career yeah, path right. there was no there wasn't even like enduro rider, which is a different discipline. Um, not really. And so I was like, well, I'll just work at a bike shop, which is my interest. And then I'll just keep saving money by not spending a bunch of bike parts, save up and try and get better at biking. Um, and hopefully that just works out. <laughs> there was no plan. I didn't go to like university or college or anything, mostly because um, I think those are good places if you know what you want to do and you're committed to it but i didn't and i didn't just want to like spend money on a on student um student loans not knowing really what i wanted to do i mean then that's an interesting perspective based on your history of having to work so hard for the things you've got so so many people just went to university as a default because i mean so many of them just get it paid for and whatever and you're like grinding at 12 to get your own bike. So you're kind of like, well, I'm going to make sure this education does something for me. Yeah, no, totally. That was like absolutely my mentality. Yeah, that makes total sense. I just did it because I had no better idea. And I just I paid for it myself. But I was like, I don't know. I guess I'll go to university. Yeah, totally. <laughs> get a degree. See what happens. Maybe I'll get inspired. Yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong. Like no. my plan also was like, I guess I'll just work at this bike shop and see what happens. So. But I appreciate that you were doing something that was based in a, a passion at least. And you were just like, yeah, like you just keep going there and stuff will happen for you, which yeah. it did. So uh, I want to ask the like most frequently asked question ever. I feel like to both of us, what is a good beginner mountain bike? Oh my! Because I feel God. like people have asked me so many times over the years, and my answer is ask Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason man. just has like better. He just more uh, knowledgeable and just legitimately would have a better answer than I would. Yeah, Jesus, it it depends. There's so many variables, but someone literally just asked me today. Oh wow! Um, I I always say what I did, which was I uh, for riding in Richmond and the North Shore, I got a hardtail good brakes and good suspension and my price budget was always like a thousand ish dollars and that will get you a pretty decent starting point a hardtail 
way less service needed. Um, it teaches you the fundamentals of riding smoother because it's a bit of a rougher ride. Uh, and then w when you sell it, it's usually a little bit easier to sell because there isn't all like the frame bearings and and weird things that can go wrong with full suspensions. Um, that's what I would say. And I think now like an $1,000 hardtail now is like pretty damn good mountain bike that you could ride most places where when we were growing up, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. It, it, uh, it was heavy and, and, uh, yeah, just the suspension wasn't good. But where would you go that would you like, do you go online? You go in a store? I would, who knows I would honestly try and find a good bike shop. I still think a good bike shop that makes you feel like, you know, a real person doesn't talk down to you is, is super valuable. Can help you find the right size, can help you find the right model. Um, maybe would even give you a bit of a discount if you're, if you're a good customer and, and I, I, I'm biased because I worked in a bike shop for a lot of years. But uh, I would still go that route. But the other route is you have a buddy who's super knowledgeable who can hopefully give you some guidance, get you into it, and maybe you can make a purchase online too. There's, it's hard to go wrong nowadays. Okay, so you have the bike. You get the bike. You get the $1,000 hardtail. What else do you need? What are the essentials? What's like the bare minimum that you need? Helmet. A good helmet. like Full face, uh, uh, half shell. What type of helmet? So many helmets out there. I would go half shell um, for the most part. Yeah, it's just a more comfortable thing to learn how to ride with. And uh, just from a reputable brand, um, nothing <laughs> nothing that's like styrofoam from Walmart. Uh, I'd go with like a bike shop helmet, uh, which I think you could probably get for like 70, 70-ish dollars now. But yeah, definitely a helmet. And then really you could just go riding. Like that would be it. But like a good pair of shoes um shorts are nice an athletic top i don't know watch how to buy a mountain bike our video on <laughs> ifht films I, I went mountain biking in that in that kit so yeah there is doable. a lot of truth to that video like sometimes i i send that over and i'm like this is a there is some truth here like, it's not far off this is you start with any bike and um now but, you can clip this and send it to people yeah no, no, <laughs> this is the purpose okay i'm literally <laughs> just gonna send the time code but what, what about uh you know people ask okay i have the bike i got the helmet now where do i go Oh my god! I mean, I'll usually say just download Trail Forks, yeah, and like just find like a green trail or a blue trail, yeah. Um, but you said just go ride, just go outside, go out your door. Where do you? What do you recommend? Uh, I would download them and a map app like Trail Forks or like um, depends where you live. A lot of places will have like North Vancouver has like cycling maps online that you can kind of like browse through. And start on the greens. Start as easy as possible. If you live near a bike You're park, Dave. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. If you live near a bike park, go to a bike park. You do have to pay for a lift ticket, but the the hardest part I think when I've gone out with like newer mountain bikers is climbing to the top of the trail. Mm. And they're so fatigued by the time they get to the top that they're very sloppy on the way down. So the bike park takes that out. You get to ride the chairlift. You're at the top, and you can really focus on getting down. And usually the green trail is so well manufactured that like you're going to be pretty safe going down it and very true for Whistler. Like an easy does it. It's like super safe. And, uh, I think that's the quickest way to get better. Dave, you want to go to the bike park with us? I'm scared. It's normal. It'll be, okay. it's normal. We'll take care of you. Yeah. That's how you get, get good. What was our, what was that? What was your, like, how did you get good at biking? <laughs> at biking? Yeah. Because uh, we didn't have like when we grew up, in the 90s and early 2000s we didn't have trail forks we didn't have cycling maps we didn't have trails in richmond 
really. Well, I mean, I went with my dad a lot, so I had the, you know, I, I was fortunate to be able to go for rides with him a lot. And uh, I feel like I just rode CBC the other day for the first time in a while. CBC mm. is like super uh, popular old trail now at the top of Seymour. Starts at the top of the CBC uh, radio towers and goes down from there. And it's notoriously a really gnarly, bumpy trail. And I feel like just riding that like probably 50 times over the course of four or five years, uh, just kind of like without me even noticing made me a better rider. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) the shore is like bound to make you a better rider. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like, uh, I don't know. I mean, especially after meeting you and, and Wesley and Mike and our group of friends that we, who we loved like making mountain bike videos with, you wanted to become better because you wanted a better photo. Yeah. So you want, sure. you wanted that better moment in the air. So, yeah. and then you're like literally feeding off each other, Ooh. looking at a, um, Oh, play the sound. Oh yeah. We got it. It's feeding off each other. There it is. Oh, the OG. The OG. That's Matt Hunter from, uh, the collective seasons seasons made by the collective. Yeah. Dave, we need more soundboard hits. I'm this <laughs> perfect. Uh, gold. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like we're 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 having kind of like a not like silly like joke. Yeah, this around. is like a comedy podcast, right? Yeah, it doesn't for, have to be. Yeah, it doesn't have comedy. to be. Everywhere we promote the podcast it says comedy podcast. Yeah, uh, now no. it's interview podcast. Yeah, there'll be comedy in there. People's in blogs. We can make jokes. No, we can, but you know. <laughs> Jason's talking about not having a dad and I'm not going to be like, (laughs) I would have been sick. I would have loved it. (laughs) I I don't know if I, I I feel like it's just practice. I don't know. Other than just doing it over and over again, getting obsessed with it. I don't know. Yeah. But, but the video and the photo aspect of it, I I mean, we also had like the jumps in my backyard. So Mm. you and I spent a lot of time just like building the jumps and then you're building the jumps, learning like so many aspects of like, uh, what's going to give you air, what's going to not be sketchy, what, you know, building a landing, all that. I don't know. It's like more than just like showing up at the bike park or showing up at jumps that are already made for you and like actually sculpting them yourselves. Yep. Sculpting them yourself gives you a better understanding of like what's actually happening yep. when you're riding your bike, yep. which is good. I don't know, just like getting involved in all aspects. And I feel like uh, just asking people questions even, mm-hmm. like not being afraid to ask uh the people around you who are also on bikes, like, uh, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Why are you so good at that? Just like, yeah, feeding off each other. Definitely. That's it. It's like good, getting good at anything though, right? You you get obsessed enough that you're just trying to figure out ways <laughs> to get better. And so you're, it just happens. Yeah, it's like definitely. you want to do the thing. So like, how do I do the thing? I want to get into the video stuff, but I feel like, how do I interview Jason? I already know all the answers. Uh, I mean, I feel like I know. There's so much I know, but I guess there's even more I don't know. I guess it's the kind of stuff about, you know, not the facts of it, but like what his experience was like, you know? Mm. Like, what did it feel like? So you made, so fast forward a bit. We can always jump around in time, but you start working with Matt. I know, um, you know, you guys were doing mountain bike videos together, but then you started to do the comedy ones. Like, what did it feel like when people started actually seeing them? Like, were you stoked? It felt, honestly, a lot like when we were in class in elementary school, falling down in front of a bunch of students and people laughing. That, like, instant, not instant gratification, but gratification from peers. Because when we first started doing IFHT, it went on Facebook. So the people who saw those videos were our friends. Mm. And, like, seeing the likes, likes come in and the comments 
from people you know who are like sometimes your toughest critics and maybe someone like that's kind of a friend would be like yo that was so funny and you're like oh, yo this guy said it was funny like like that keeps you going i guess in in a lot of ways yeah that's interesting that you guys started in facebook because fa- i didn't have facebook in high school because mm. i'm a couple years older you're so cool <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I just opted out. No, it, uh, I, I got Facebook my first semester of university. Mm. Um, so, so, but uh, you know, my friend Mike and I, we we made videos. We just put started on YouTube. Um, so we didn't get that sort of personalized feedback. It was very anonymous, right? Um, so even if you got like a like or a comment, right? It's a username. It's you know, it's not your friends on Facebook. So uh, yeah, that's really interesting and how that would impact your your confidence and all kinds of things seeing the names of like jimmy from you know english class yeah it's cool it's cool when you get a comment from someone that you would expect them to be supportive but it it, even to this day it means a lot when someone unsuspecting Mm -hmm. that you didn't realize would fuck with you or think you're funny uh or appreciate your work it does reach out and you're like wow that's uh keeps what makes you want to keep going definitely yeah Yeah. no feedback is like the good or bad usually is like quite a motivator good is usually well i guess bad. even constructive or or i guess i shouldn't say bad like constructive if it's like i like this but like what if you did this next time Mm -hmm. or whatever it's like fuck great idea yeah i should do that so you you've uh been the face of many videos (laughs) i i mean like why you're definitely in more videos than me maybe i don't know across the two youtube channels maybe that's mm, not true actually across no, IFH, across ifht I but think. like you are the in many films like the main actor right that's fair yeah why why did i mean <laughs> it's like i might even be able to answer that i don't even know let's work this out guys yeah let's work it out um i f- feel like you might have been more into cameras and camera work than i was and am maybe um that's a good question i feel like you're just you're just funnier (laughs) just like we can give you a line and i mean i I don't want to make this like sound like like mean but i just feel like people just and i don't think i'm wrong but people sometimes they just see you and they just laugh and they just they just they're just in a good mood, you know. I'll take like, that as best I can. Like, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. You just have that about you that people just you're just jolly guy. Mm-hmm. They just they like to see I, you. I things. think you're very uh, approachable and friend. Like you you exude a warmth that people mm, really like. I, so I don't think it's that you know you look funny. <laughs> no, it's more of just like. Like Will Ferrell isn't like a weird looking guy, but you just look at him and you're like, oh, it's fucking, but Jason's got know. great expressions though. He does. His eyebrows. He's those, got, <laughs> he's got to, you got to insure those pillars. eyebrows. Yeah, so yeah. I, oh, I had you eyebrows in the faces. intro and I, and I left it out by accident. Oh, oh that would have gotten you at nine at least. Oh, <laughs> what would you have said though? Say something, say something. Uh, I, I was going to say the best, the best eyebrows in mountain biking. Wow. <laughs> mountain biking. Probably. <laughs> You do have great expressions, though. Uh, you killed Brooke the other day with your uh, hot sauce face in the Wismus video. It's so funny, too, because, like, you said that. I'm like, that was just my face. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I wasn't, like, putting on a character. Like, That's that, what I'm saying. That was legitimate. Like, it was a hot fucking hot sauce, and I was dying a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think there was some point when I realized, like, oh, Jason's got great faces. And then, like, when we were, like, showing our videos around, 
uh, people would laugh at like the same moments right. where I was like, oh, Jason made the funny face here. Like that works. Right, it right, works. Right. Keep doing the face. And then also, I guess there's some truth to like, I, I like being behind the camera. Maybe, maybe that was also like an insecurity where I just didn't feel like I was very good at acting. And that was my you assumption. Al- you also don't think that you're good at acting, but I think you're good at acting. It, I, I think I can act well. I don't think I'm an actor. Like yeah. it's like the same thing as like, <laughs> we were talking you, about this earlier, cook for chef, right? Like you can cook well, but you're not a trained chef. You'd be doing a disservice to the the people who put in like their blood, exactly. sweat, and tears and exactly. whole life it's into not, acting, right? It's not fair to yeah, call yourself an actor, really. Yeah, whatever. You're doing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, yeah, I think Seth Rogen is an interesting example because I think he's developed into kind of a better actor, but his thing so much before was just he had this sort of goofy likability about him and everyone would always be like, Oh, Seth Rogen's just being Seth Rogen. Yeah. I think there's like a Jason-ness there where you're kind of just lending your personality traits. And, you know, sometimes you'll do like a goofy voice or a goofy character, but it's within a certain sort of spectrum. Yeah. No, it would be sweet to like do more of that stuff, like more drama or like more, I guess, stylized character wise. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of what we've done so far. Well, you did some character work in uh, How to Be a DJ with DJ Vod Van Oh, yeah, that. that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. maybe You had an role. accent. You had a whole yeah. different persona. You got your hair cut. You got a fade. Yeah, first, first and only. That Wait. was sick. Wait. Maybe I have something I could play. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice one. Yeah, that's true. Out that's of true. all the videos that we've done over the years, you know, uh, your face has been seen hundreds of millions of times. That's fair. What do you think that you have been recognized the most for in your life when people come mm. up to you and say, you're the blank guy? Shit Canadians say. Really? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. Like, especially when that came out, that was probably. Mm, that was 2010 or? Yeah. 11. 2010 or 11. Like that. Yeah. That was, like, the one that we made that, like, people were coming up to me a lot. Like, random people on the street. And they're like, oh, you're that guy. Before that, it definitely happened, but not that much. And since then, not that much unless we're, like, in a bike park or something. It's peak YouTube time, though. Yeah, things were, like, going big time viral. Peak YouTube time. You guys were young guys, and the people you knew were young people watching those videos, and you were going out places where those people were watching those videos. Everybody yeah. and their dog had a shit people say type video. Yeah. It was like, there was like a mad scramble for like a year of like, what? how many different topics can we cover? Yeah, 100%. I, that was, I, I remember though, that was like almost where I was like, oh man, this is kind of annoying. Because like people would <laughs> be like, yo, it's the guy. Yo, say the thing. Say the thing. And I'm like, uh... Oh, could be a deer though. And they're like, oh, he said it. I'm like, do I ask for money now? Or like, how does this work? And you became a very rich man. Yeah. One loony at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you got a loony? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I expected that answer. I was curious though. Yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't certain there was going to be that answer, but there were so many times where I was with you and you were being recognized for that video. And, you know, up until that point, I feel like you and I were mostly in the videos together and people would kind of recognize us together. And then mm. that was like a turning point where it was like, oh, Jason's getting recognized way more than I am. And I'm beside you. And people are like, oh, my God, it's the guy from Canadian. And they'd ask me to take a picture of you and the fan. I'm sorry. And I, and, and, <laughs> no, I was always very stoked. But I was like just something for me to get used to where I'm like, oh, this, well, this is just Jason's time to shine but uh, I, I i recall i don't know if i've talked about this 
on the another podcast, but we were uh, at the top of Silver Star years ago uh, at a bar, and um, someone recognized you from Shit Canadians say. Okay. And uh, I think I had a our first merch ever and i fucking hate that shirt on and they were so stoked to see you and then they're just going on and on like about like how much they love that video and then they turned to me and they read my shirt and they said i fucking hate that what's that oh <laughs> damn you i don't, don't remember that what silver you, re- shirt. you don't remember that and no the, I think there was like a guy that looked like you too we found your doppelganger I remember that. Okay, so it was that trip. Okay. I even feel like it's just the fact that you have a recognizable face. Maybe mm. it's the eyebrows or something, yeah. but people are so quick to spot you and know that it's you. And I feel yeah. like... Uh, people always tell me I just look like guys they know. Yeah, that I kind of get the same. They're like, oh, you look familiar. I don't know. They'll be like, oh, you why. remind me of my friend Jeffrey. And I'm like... Generic white guy. <laughs> All right, fuck. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get a lot of people going like, oh, I know your brother. I'm like... Mm, I don't have a brother. <laughs> and they're like, no, you do. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Classic. What are you doing? You can play sound? Oh, you don't have one loaded. Oh, oh there <laughs> you go. Appropriate. All right. Sorry. Well, where should, where should we take this interview, guys? I mean, do we want to hit another heavy, another, another heavy one? Yeah. Yes. Well, I, Go for it. I mean, Dave wrote out a whole list of questions here. I did not contribute. Matt's Maybe been crushing just... this interview, though. I'm so impressed. Oh, nice. I'm crushing. So, am I am I dominating it? No, no. I mean, you're doing a really great job. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I, I I've honestly been thinking, you know, because we've been releasing episodes and and um, so I've been going through them um, and thinking about them more and 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 you know, looking at other podcasts and what they do well. And and since we are an interview podcast, I'm kind of like, oh, like we should have really good interviews. And this is actually not that any of our other ones weren't good, but I'm like, this is feeling like a good interview. Wow. Oh, hot, hot, hot. So hit him, hard hit him with a hard button. Hard hit question. Let's go. Type what made you decide to leave IFHT films? Ooh. He's still a part of IFHT. What are you talking about? Did he ever I leave? I never left. Clarify. What are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? Well, I mean, there was a point at which it was uh, more of a full-time thing and then it he went for uh, another pink mistress, you know? Oh, that's what you're talking mm. about. Oh, this is a great podcast title. <laughs> um, yeah, for the people who don't know or like just new to the podcast. So Matt and I did videos for a long time before we did it full time. And Matt did it full time for a while before I did it full time with him. But once that happened, it was IFHT Films and we made commercials and we made um mountain bike videos and all this sort of stuff for i want to say two years three years full time mm, not three two two and a bit yeah maybe one to two yeah two and a bit um full time that was our full-time job 2018 maybe was it i think it was 2017 I, yeah i think like what i i quit my like job mm-hmm. uh making videos for nsmb and then i decided well let's take it full time. And I feel like I did that for a year and then felt like, Oh crap. I think this could be two people working full time. Yeah. So was it, and then you and I must've been like two years. I think it was at least two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did that for two years. What did we make in that time? Did we go to Corsica, France? We made the first, that was the first. Yeah. If you guys search Trek Powerfly Corsica, you probably find it. Um, we must have did How to Bees. Yeah, we did CBC? six How to Bees with CBC with right. Dave and uh, Mike as well, helping right, right. out on that one. 
And I think we did a decent amount of like, back then it was called Matt and Jason, not Mahalo, my dude. Right. But it was that style of content, very vloggy and adventure I broke my ankle. Mm. Um, I flipped my foot around. That was a uh, fun time. Yeah, so we made a lot of good stuff in that period. Made a ton of good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think we we did make how to buy a mountain bike too. So like the trajectory was actually going up. Like there was, mm. it, it was quite, um, it was popping off as the kids say. On God. On God. Poutine. No cat. For real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, and I think it was like the fall of 2018 when um, Pinkbike approached me uh, saying they were looking to expand on their video team and they wanted to take a serious push. And I think I kind of saw it as like maybe like a, a more like formal job at the time because even Matt and I were like obviously making things and like it was a company it is a company and we're making money doing it but it I was like well this is a more formal thing and I can help grow a team from the ground up because they they did video but not really and I was like this is like for me a lot of experience can come along with this and I can learn a lot that I might not learn at IFHT so I think that was my mindset and I'm trying to remember like I'm put, trying to get into that mental space again. And I think that was my mindset going into it. Um, and also like there is a little bit of it. That's like pink bike is one of the things that fucking made me get into mountain. Biking. Yeah. You grew up reading like, pink bike every day, read pink bike every day, bought and sold so many things on the buy and sell on that site and like worshipped the still, to to some degree like worship the ground uh under underneath that that company um and so it was like kind of starry-eyed as well uh, that they were like reaching out to me and a young jason lucas wouldn't have expected that you'd have that opportunity no yeah no 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 um so i think all those things combined it it sort of made sense and i knew also that it was going to be like very hard and awkward to leave and um when you're in the public eye, like we all are now, any move you make is like, can be construed in so many ways. Like the immediate thing is like, Matt and Jason had a fight. Now they hate each other and they beat each other up. And like Jason walked away with a black eye and he hates everyone now. And, and really that doesn't, didn't happen at all. Like that would never be well, me in a fight. I, I remember <laughs> that you, uh, you actually, uh, someone offered you the, the like job, you thought about it for like three months and you didn't yeah. really like do anything about it or take any action. And then you thought about it more and then you called me because you actually didn't know if you should take the job or not, but you just, uh, you gent, you gent, Dave, what are you doing? You're turning my headphones up and down. Sorry. Get sorry. distracted. Sorry. No, I was Play trying to, sound. I was trying to adjust my own. <laughs> Dude, and the I thought interview was going so well. <laughs> now we're going to have to cut this out. I got 10 minutes until this uh, card on the camera oh, runs out. Oh, shit. I got to fit all these hard hiding questions in 10 minutes. Better talk fast. I mean, we could also just only use these angles for the rest of it. You uh, genuinely didn't know what to do. And yeah. you and I had a conversation and you were like, I feel like this is something that I would like to try. And I didn't want to um, uh, like say like, no, you can't do that. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, you should go do that. And it was more of a question of, well, you also at that time, you weren't loving editing. And I feel like we were... Uh, we needed more editing power and I had an opportunity to work with Kaz and, and Santos. And then after you did leave, that's when I decided to uh, work with Andrew and Kaz full time. Mm -hmm. And it just started like in a different chapter. Yeah. And um, yeah. So um, 
Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I definitely agree that when you're in the public eye, you you make these like personal choices that are just kind of like harmless. There's no there's no like bad intent or anything. And then people just overthink it and they want all the answers. And it's like, oh, I guess you got to give them the answers. And kind of do to some degree. I mean, for like one year, it was in the comments for every video on Mahalo. Like what happened to Jason? Where's Jason? And yeah. we would answer it. We would answer it. We would let people know like well, sure. at a certain point we couldn't say i guess because it wasn't announced that you maybe, maybe i'm wrong but anyways we would leave a we would answer it but then you know one video later someone else would answer and not everybody knows so we, we just realized like you know what some people it's just going to take time for this to catch on to people for people to even realize what happened definitely yeah but in that time you and i were still working doing yeah, we still did stuff yeah it, it was just more like you had that full-time gig and then you would work with us on more like a freelance basis and i feel like it was actually during your time with pink bike that we made how to buy a mountain bike no no we made time to buy an e-bike okay the yeah. sequel right yeah and, and it was then, super hard to get fine days to work with you because you were so busy at pink bike yeah yeah definitely uh <laughs> i think my first year there i took 35 flights so <laughs> out of the 52 weeks of the year that was a lot of flying so i it, in short how was your time working at pink bike oh for the most part awesome like it, it um it's funny when you go into something like that where uh, and i bet people still well now maybe uh, even more so because they're bought by outside so they are part of a big thing now but even back then i was like this is a big company and i remember going to the office in squamish and it was like 10 people yeah and i was like where's everyone else and they're like this is everyone and i'm like oh okay cool and like it it was cool that it was such a tech startup feel um because it really allows you if you're a creator and you have strong opinions you can bring those to the forefront make those ideas happen and like make quicker decisions and like hey i want to do this series and like the sales team will help you sell it and so there's aspects um to that which are which are really awesome and help you learn and grow and do all those things and then there's also the like less like with ifht we kind of make what we want all the time where with uh think like you definitely can put your stamp on things and and make things you want to make you got to make a lot of things <laughs> and you got to see the growth and like hit targets and and make sure you're you know, it's it's the world's biggest mountain bike website and they want to stay the world's biggest mountain bike website. So you got to be part of that machine helping it grow, which is super doable with the resources they have. But it's uh, it's a lot of um, a lot of work. The Internet never stops. The Internet never sleeps. Yeah, it was a ton of work. I, I didn't yeah. know until like a few weeks ago that you uploaded a YouTube video every single day for Pink Bike. Pretty much. Yeah. Like the, the last year I was there was, I think we made like 350 videos. So that basically a, every video a day, but when there is events like a Crankworks or a world cup, sometimes there's like four videos in a day. So that kind of, and then on top of that, things. you're also, uh, starring in many videos and coming up with concepts. And then you did the pink bike Academy. Yeah. It was funny too. Cause like that type of like i when i was hired i was never intended to be on camera very much at all like they wanted to hire presenters to be on camera which i agree with because the and moment they said wow look at those eyebrows yeah let's get this guy in front of the camera <laughs> they were like well, well yeah you got a you got a background in that you you, you can do this one and i'm like okay yeah i'll do this one and then that one became two and three and then four and then like so they squeezed you dry did they? <laughs> i was wrong 
Um, uh, but then the whole idea for Pink Bike Academy came around and I was not supposed to be the host at all for the first season, but do, I'm going to blame COVID fucking COVID. Mm, supply <laughs> we, chain. we had a host mm. lined up who was not me. I didn't know this. I don't think I can say who, um, but, uh, Matt Dennison, yeah. you took the job from me. That's a chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> a chimpanzee was originally going to host. Um, they got someone much worse than a chimpanzee. And, uh, <laughs> and because, of, yeah, literally because of COVID, it was like, well, who's here? And I was like, well, I, I guess I'm here and I'm pretty connected to the show. And I, I helped write a lot of the episodes. So I know like the flow and the vibe ish that we want to do. Um, so it just ended up being me. The show took a lot of heat in the first uh, couple episodes. Yeah. How, how was it handling that? Because it was the first time that like Mountain Bike World had seen like a reality inspired show. And there was a lot of excited people and a lot of upset people. Exactly. And, and I, it's I, Pink Bike and they're, they're vocal. And uh, the comment section of Pink Bike is not a nice place. <laughs> um, for the most part it is, but there are definitely some super gnarly comments. Notoriously that, uh, chaotic. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. It's like YouTube in the early days. Um, uh, what was the question? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just yeah the heat. The heat. Yeah. The yeah, heat. yeah. Um, I think it was like how you said the mountain bike had never seen, mountain bike world had never seen anything like that. I, I or the pink bike had never created anything like that. So we were like, okay, how dramatic do we go? Like how reality TV should we? TV show do we go how core mountain bike do we go do we try and blend it do we try and cater to one side and I think that first season we tried to go more reality more drama and um uh we just took a shot in the dark really like it, there was no way to there's no focus group there was no like blueprint so we did that and I think it was like, I, I think I'm really proud of that season and, like, just making the thing, especially during COVID and getting all those people together and logistics and, like, no one got sick and everyone made it. Uh, there was no major issue with the production. Uh, I'm super proud of that. But I was like, this is definitely a building block pilot season. It's kind of like when you go back and look at, like, Big Brother season one. It's like, I think, I don't even think that it's the same show. Like, it's a mm -hmm. totally different thing. And But it, they did it, they got it done, and then you go into season two and you make it better, which I definitely think we did in season two. Kind of like this podcast. We're currently in the bad episodes. Just wait till the good yeah. ones come. Exactly. You'll be waiting a while. Exactly. I think this one's a banger. <laughs> Absolute banger. We, banger. We'll, we got like uh, six minutes. If we're going to wrap this up on one memory Ooh. card, that's all we got because I'm Sheesh. recording in 6K. I don't have a lot. Whoa. It's a lot of Ks. Hey, so uh, I mean, I, I you're you're uh, <laughs> you're also the host of I don't know if I call you the host or like the victim of the flat dropped a flat. Oh, the hucked a flat. Hucked a flat. Yeah. yeah, that was one of those things where it was like, oh man, uh, none of the te like the test the bike testers want to do this thing because they so can get you explain hurt. what it is. Yeah, yeah, people yeah who sorry, don't know? Sorry, sorry. So Pink Bike has a series called the Field Test, which is where they get ten to fifteen mountain bikes all together at once, and all the tech editors together at once and they test those bikes back to back to back um a ton of review videos come out but there's also these like flavor videos that come out that are like total pseudoscience one is the huck to flat where we jump a bike off a ramp and film it with a phantom camera and you just see it compress in phantom camera films in a thousand frames per second thousand frames it? per second so you see the bike compress very slowly the thing is uh to jump a bike like that to flat you have to go 
decently high and you need to be decently heavy to make the bike fully bottom out and make it flex. So as these things happen, <laughs> did you uh, sign up or I you got, didn't, I was like nominated. I was more a nomination slash like, could you do it? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I can do it. I can jump these bikes. And they were like, you're in. This guy said he could do it. Yeah. And uh, all the normal tech editors were like, I don't want to do that. Like that sounds painful. And I was like, ah, okay. There must've been a little bit, a little part of you that wanted to do it though. Definitely. I mean, it's fun. And I just, I don't think I, I was thinking long-term where it's like, oh, if I do one, <laughs> now I got to do all, like all of them. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, jumped a bunch, jumped a bunch of bikes to flat. Uh, I broke a couple, which is hilarious. You broke a uh, bike? Yeah, two bikes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, two bikes broke, which is super funny. Not really, like, I'm glad I didn't get hurt or like, yeah, but um, it's not supposed to be a test. Like, the, the, like no bike should actually break under that test. It's not a very big jump. It's maybe like four to five feet to flat, and uh, it makes for good good internet. And you broke a crank too. Yeah, sorry. I guess it was one bike and one crank. You nearly broke your ankle. Yeah, yeah. I've got a good frame grab of like my foot <laughs> flipped around again. Good God! And uh, same ankle. No, the other one. Different oh, angle. And you've, bro you've broken both your ankles now? Yeah. Yeah, the left one I broke when I was quite a bit younger. Not as gnarly. Not, I didn't flip it around, but yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. How much time do we have left? Oh, uh, we got about like uh, five minutes. Should we do this or that, or should we ask any uh, more ask questions? Ask your question. Ask your question. Oh, my alarm's what going off. What was your first impression of Matt when you met him? <laughs> do you even remember being in love? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember... <laughs> um i want to say i think it was probably based on his like bike ability and he was a pretty damn good bike rider from our crew or like i was like oh wow they, yeah this guy can ride like was it at the skate it must have been at the richmond skate park uh i don't know either dirt jump skate park it was at some something. place where it's very quickly obvious how good of a rider you are basically right. yeah. and i was like oh wow yeah he's like good at mountain bikes and he had like a nice uh a trick called the tabletop where you turn the bike sideways <laughs> and i was like fuck this guy can this guy can shred um, i feel like uh, there's like certain lines at, at your riding spot where you know like oh that person can do that line oh right so totally we probably worked pretty hard to like get those ones dialed and that and at that age that's all you notice <laughs> like you don't you don't pick up on personality cues when you're 14 it's more just like oh he just jumps bigger than me oh man <laughs> i gotta do those jumps all right, well, uh, we got five minutes left on the clock here, so we did do a little this or that. Are you down for a little this or that, Jason? Fuck, I love this game. I love playing it with other people, so I'm stoked to play Okay, it. anyways, I got to get right into it because we don't have much time here. Are you ready, Jason yes. Lucas, for the this or that? We have 20 this or that's. Go. A-line or Dirt Merchant? Dirt Merchant. Really? I thought it would be A-line. Dirt Merchant. Two, Climb or Shuttle? Shuttle. Three, Whistler or the North Shore? Whistler. Slash or Session? Session. James Bond or Mission Impossible? James Bond. McGruber or Hot Rod? Hot Rod. Earls or Cactus Club? Earls. Now I thought it would be Cactus Club. Great burgers there. <laughs> Earl's sandwiches or burritos? Uh, burritos. I thought it would be sandwiches. Big sandwich guy. Wow. Learning lots here today, huh? Aren't we, Dave? JJ Bean or Bean Around the World? JJ Bean. Jeez, this guy's good. This one's a tough one, courtesy of Brooke. Birkenstocks or Blundstones? Oh. 
that is good. <laughs> Whoa. Birkenstocks, but they won't survive the winter, so I got to go Blendstones. <laughs> that one stumped him. Nick Kroll or Andy Samberg? Andy Samberg. Zombies or vampires? Uh, to do what? <laughs> I don't know. Dave wrote this one. I found it on Google. <laughs> cool. Zombies. Uh, being able to fly or to read people's minds? Fly. Hot coffee or iced coffee? Iced coffee. Pale ales or IPAs? Uh, IPA. Sweet or savory? Uh, sweet. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Cake or pizza? Pizza. Robots or dinosaur? Wait, no, hold on. Cake or pie? Pizza. Cake <laughs> <laughs> or pizza? You know, those are always your options in life. <laughs> Robots or dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. All right, and the biggest stumper of all, Matt or Dave? Uh, Matt. Oh, 100%. hey, you see that? Uh, hear that one, Peter Chow? If you're listening, someone likes me. <laughs> Dave, nothing personal. It's just nothing's fine. It sounds entirely personal. Yeah, it is. Fuck my life. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I can sleep happily tonight. Uh, well, uh, thanks for letting us feed off you, Jason. Uh, you guys yeah. feeling good about that one? Yeah, I feel full. I hope you, I gave you guys some good meat. Jason, or uh, Dave, sorry, do you have a, you know, you did the intro thing. Do you have an outro thing dialed? <sighs> I do. Do it. Do it. Hurry. Please remember to subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. And feel free to leave a question for us in the comments on YouTube. And we might just answer it on an episode and give you a shout out. And let us know who you want to uh, be on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we want your ideas. Also, uh, check us out on Instagram at Feeding Off Each Other as well. Don't tell me what to do. Oh, okay. Then don't. Don't don't, do not do it. Nah, it's more like it. All right. Well, thanks, Jason. We know you're a busy guy and uh, <laughs> you got uh, some more uh, pizzas to eat. So Pizza. <laughs> Get out of here. Pizza, pizza. Bye. 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 Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.